Welcome to the Run Culture Podcast. My name is Dane Verway. I'm an experienced runner and running physiotherapist. I created this podcast not only so I had an excuse to talk running each and every week, something that I love to do, but more importantly, this podcast gives me the opportunity to interview fellow runners, friends and health professionals in a relaxed and easygoing format. This podcast is designed for the everyday runner, so we can all live, learn, grow and enjoy everything there is to running together. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Run Culture Podcast. Um, very glad to be back with John Dutton, Dion Finocciaro and Craig Appleby. Welcome back, boys. Hi, mate. Guys, I wanted to get started with our weekly wraps to, to mix it up a little bit. Um, Johnny, let's start with your week. <laughs> if, oh, yeah, this is a funny week, this one. Um, if someone was tasked with trying to analyse our form leading to this race, they'd just shake their head at this week. <laughs> it's, it's confusing. It's, there's nothing there and there's lots there at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say our form or your form? Probably just my form, actually. The smoky. <laughs> <laughs> the dark horse. We all know where Dion's form is. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, coming off the long run last Sunday, 43K, I had a couple of rest days after that. Um, work played a bit of a part in that. It was pretty busy start of the week. But I actually got out... Um, my son started running a bit. He, on Monday night, just went for a little run with him. He did his longest run he's ever done of 2.1 kilometres. So for a five-year-old, that's not too bad. So, um, Proud father. Yeah, ready to take over when I stop running. <laughs> um, so my first run of the week was on Wednesday, and I ran 8.4K in the morning around the tan actually because i was working in south yarra so nice to run a couple of laps around the tan i haven't done that for a long time um so 8.4k at 411s and then from home in Jembrook that night 11.5k at 420s so that was about 20k for the day um next day I drove out from work, I drove out to Warrialic, um, which was a bad idea because it took me about an hour and a half from South Yarra to Warrialic with all the traffic after work. I ended up, I was meant to do a session, but I just, I really couldn't be bothered. So I ended up getting out of the car and doing 7K at 3.32s, which was just a random... 24 minute progression run which started at 414s and finished at 316s at the last day um so that's already thursday and i've run 27k for the week uh, had i had friday off so so three rest days in the first five days of the week and a 7k so yeah pick that one um <laughs> the next day uh, I decided to do a long run on the Saturday. I decided to explore a local um, mountain in the area. It peaks out at just over 700 metres. Um, but it was roughly 23k from home. So started off in nice dry conditions at home and 
by the time I got halfway up, I could see maybe 100 metres in front of me because it was misty and it was raining and it wasn't a good day to be heading up there. Um, so I got to the summit at bang on 23k and looked around and couldn't see a thing. So I'm sure on a nice day, it's quite a good spectacle from the mountain top. Um, then ran back and actually felt pretty good until maybe the last 4k legs were starting to get a bit beaten up from the downhills and on the way back and in the end it was 46k in three hours 17 which is we got four 17s with 1071 meters of climbing in that so jeez yeah good good strength run like just happy getting some time on the feet for that one and yeah really happy and even even more happy how it pulled up this morning actually it was woke up and yeah felt pretty good which really surprised me I, I think I just took the pressure off yesterday and just just rolled with it and knew that it was pretty far from home to the halfway point and still wanted to have a crack and and yeah so um so today I a couple of months ago I put my name down for a relay it's not a race it was just a the Victorian ultra runners put a relay together uh, during lockdown because a lot of people at home and sort of stuck in their area. So you you put your suburb down that you lived in and they created the route around that. So so today was day two of that and it goes for 22 days and clocks out at over 900k. So I left home early this morning. I wanted to get down early so I wasn't running late for in case I had a schedule and ran down to Upper Beaconsfield from Gembrook and got there a bit early and ran a few extra K so I did 19k as a sort of a, a warm-up if you like um at 404s so I was I was in a bit of a panic I was going to be late so some of those k's were too quick especially after yesterday but so I did 19k and sort of started my leg at a couple of back roads in the middle of nowhere and I was saying to Dane earlier a bit like our old Bendigo Eckerton relay days you frantically you dropped off and all of a sudden your run had come out of nowhere and off you went in the opposite direction and so yeah it was, it was actually good fun it was so the relay leg for me was um uphill back to Gembrook and so it was so the runner comes in and you do a socially distanced um, selfie with the person, so like a virtual baton changeover, and and then you upload the photo and off you go. And so I did 9.8k in um, 43 minutes, which is uh, 4.24s, and it was nearly 300 metres of climbing just in that 9.8k. Um, sort of tagged Belinda, and Belinda then ran the next leg down to cockatoo where she tagged um local guy phil who apples knows he's quite a quite a regular runner he's does all the strava segments around here he just create loves loves his running loves creating these segments to get other people involved and so yeah it was good it was nice to meet a few runners that i haven't met before which was quite nice so so that was this morning and then tonight I got out for another 10k um, at 4.22s and 
It was an interesting day because I broke the run up between running to the le- the relay leg and then doing that and then tonight. I didn't feel uh, too exhausting, actually. The, the legs felt pretty good and ended up running just under 39K for the day and 84.5K for the for the weekend, which is <laughs> ridiculous. So, <laughs> so like I said, there's a lot in it but nothing in it at the same time. It's a tale of... Like two weeks in one, you know. It's I did a I did 111.8k for the week with 2,193 meters of elevation gain, and yeah, ran 27k in the first five days for that. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. Interesting week. I don't know. It's, Johnny, are you struggling to get out during the week? So, like, I've just noticed the last two weeks you really are loading up your weekends. Yeah, and. I think all the way through, I've sort of back-ended to some extent my weeks, but yeah, it's just, it seems to be getting harder and now restrictions are easing a bit. Work seems to be, we're, we're heading through the middle of October generally to the Christmas rush, so to speak. So just jobs pop up left, right and centre and they want their houses finished before Christmas. It's an impossible task, but it just, it's total bedlam. So it's, um, so yeah, it just I have good intentions. Of, I won't run in the morning. I'll try and recover a bit more, and then after work, I'm just too exhausted to do anything meaningful at the moment. So, so yeah, I'm surprised to get over 100k, which I've done pretty well, I think. But yeah, I don't know if I can keep doing that. It's a it's a huge weekend. Yeah. Um, not, oh, you go apples. I was going to say, not your ideal situation. Um, loading up like that, but um, it, I guess it gives you a little bit, as long as you recover well from it, <clears throat> it gives you that stimulus of um, of doing the solid work and, and running on tired legs, which is what you're going to be doing in four weeks' time. So Yeah, and that's how I looked at it. And for one, like, I couldn't believe how well I pulled up after running 46K. Like, I thought I'd be quite sore and just struggle, but... To run 19k this morning at 404s and um, a bit of climbing in that too. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy. So yeah, chasing crowns, I see. Chasing crowns. Uh, it just sort of fell in my lap, mate. Um, so if you don't know, listeners, I took about a, what a dozen of your apples crowns this morning. Oh. Yeah, now you make me feel like I have to go and run hard at them. Yeah. <laughs> harder, oh, yeah. sorry, harder. <laughs> No, no, they're all yours. Um, it just shows like most of your weekend was at, was it at or just below? I was probably averaging. What would you have averaged for the whole weekend? Close to four. Um, K's. Because yesterday was four seventeens. No, probably a little bit slower than that. A bit slower, yeah, like four fifteens or something. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah, four fifteens, four twenties. Yeah, if you. It's probably two hundred meters, two thousand meters of climbing this weekend. Yeah, if you were to throw in, like if you did, say you did a hard, almost race pace effort for half for half marathon, you'd be in a totally different position right now, yeah. I reckon, just because you've included that that higher intensity work. But because most of it was at aerobic yeah. like, pace, you should be able to run 100Ks at. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. Probably, that's a good thing that you are, you know, you're still feeling pretty good from that, so... And, that, and that's it. If there was any 
time to do that. It would have been probably this morning, but then knowing I had an uphill leg to then run, I wasn't willing to go smash out that 1920k at sort of race pace. Yeah. Was it the um the VUR relays, are they on like a set course or do you get to pick which way you go from your on your leg? So so each day there's a team captain and he sort of decided like Phil was the captain today and he the last couple of days we've had a uh, messenger group going and he sort of roughly worked out all right maybe if you two meet here and if this is the time like originally I was going to start about 10 and it looked like they were going to be earlier so I was down there about quarter past nine in the end um and yeah you just sort of make your own route like I knew I planned then with Belinda that all right we'll meet here and then she planned with the next runner how about we meet here and yeah just sort of flowed like that oh that's good if you if you got an hour like i could have gone the really long way around to yeah. my leg if i really wanted to and just a question where so where you finished how do you get back to where you started um a lot of them ran back because because obviously the ultra runners like some of them did multiple legs like i had two people come and meet me and then they just ran back to the start so they're a lot of people today did 20 or 30k and yesterday the person that started the relay she ended up running her first ultra and ran 50k i think for the morning so she just kept running with everybody and yeah knocked over a first that. yeah like something k and felt guilty that she was on the ultra runner page and then yeah. just ran to 50k yeah that was pretty cool that yeah. like page like that inspires people to run a bit further and, and that's right and like Last weekend, they actually put the word out uh, how many people are going to run an ultra. And I think it ended up being 62 people that decided to just go out and do it. So, so yeah, it was, um, so yeah, yeah, that's it. That's my week. Good and a lot of good week and a lot of climbing. Yeah. yeah. For 100k, yeah, you know, for a bit over 100k, like 111, like it's a lot of climbing. Okay. Uh, and, Average pace for the week is about 413. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> and, uh, how, how's the motivation? Um, you messaged us midweek um, that you're, you know, getting up so early and, and work is really tough. Like, how are you finding it? Like, I noticed you met, just said that one of those runs, you got home and you were just buggered and you're like, no, nah, I can't. I can't get yeah. out. Yeah, how is the motivation? Uh, a weekend like I've just done, helps that massively because it's not conventional for one and it's got the potential to cause injury as well like it's it's not something that you'd describe to runners if you coach them um (laughs) but but at the same time i felt good doing it so if if i felt like i had been during the week then it's obviously a bad idea and it doesn't pick me up again so so i'm starting the next week feeling pretty good yeah, remember that conversation about polar opposites in training? <laughs> yeah. I think that's just in your week, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look forward to seeing what um, what chapter, what are we up to? Chapter like seven or something is for next week, JD. <laughs> uh, it could, if, off the back of this, it could be a 250k week. <laughs> J- JD is like a lucky dip. You just don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's it i like to keep people guessing <laughs> yeah well he's got t- do you have tuesday off 
I do have Tuesday off, yeah. All right, listeners, stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apples, um, how was your week? I noticed um, you um, were 90, 90Ks for the week. 90Ks for the week, yeah, just closer to um, 91, I'll take that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, look, at my stage, you're just scraping for, for kilometres. But, no, a, a good week. Um, a good week, some early nights in in it uh, in the bed in bed, so that was good. Um, but mostly just because I was absolutely trashed. Um, where are we? What day did we start? Monday. <laughs> you scraped scra- scraped in for the podcast, didn't you? Finish a run about a minute before the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Today was uh, yeah. Today was a running running at night. It was beautiful out there tonight, though. Yeah. Nice. All right, let's get back to what I'm doing. It's the 26th. Yeah. Yep. So 9Ks, 438s. Uh, then I oh, I did a bike ride before. I did 55Ks on the bike <clears throat> indoors for an hour 42. Um, what's that? Yeah, 200 watt average, which was nice. And then the run was 9K. Tuesday, 43Ks on the bike in an hour 16. Um, and then 14Ks on the legs running. Um, went down to the track and did 3Ks worth of straights and bends just to see where I was at. And it says here, yeah, put a fork in me, I'm done. I think <laughs> I'm going to put it down to just heavy quads, like heavy legs from probably the bike. And I'm just not feeling that fresh, I guess. And uh, Anyway, got it done and felt better towards the end of the um, straights and bends. Like I started to feel pretty good. Not as good as I did today, but started to feel pretty good. Wednesday, 10K run. Uh, would have been home from work. And Thursday, uh, 16K run at 4.29s. Both, oh, both Wednesday and Thursday, 4.29s. There you go. So 16Ks in the afternoon um, and then got to Friday for a 7K run, just over 32 minutes. It was a run before ordering pizza. So B went and picked up Patty and we ordered and I ran around while they were cooking, which was awesome. So that was done. Um, Then brings to Saturday, um, went out with Bowie again, Jason Bucock. We went for a bike ride. So... um, Beautiful morning for it. You know, you can ride in your, your shorts and your um, or your bib nicks and your, your top and you don't have to wear layers. Anyway, got out for uh, three hours, 15 minutes. Um, my, my watch died. Whoops. And got 80Ks here, but it was 83Ks all up. Um, and we went just touring around Officer and Upper Beak and um, Tumuk Valley Hills. Yeah, just awesome. Nice yeah, really nice loop out there. Um, not many cars and uh, just nice rolling hills. You know, single lane stuff, a few little climbs that make you feel like you're in some small sections of the Tour or the Giro. Um, very, <laughs> very small sections. Anyway, that was in the morning at 6.30. And then yesterday evening, so later that day, at 7.40. Last <laughs> week I said I wouldn't get out that late. But here I was starting at 7.40. Um, yeah, I, th- I think, I don't know what we were doing, but we are busy doing things. And then I was working on the cars for a few hours and um, 
anyway, got out for 10 Ks. I was only going to get out for a couple of Ks, but got out for 10 and a, 10 and a bit and 47, felt pretty good. And then was pretty tired after that, as in just, I was feeling good, but then sat down on the couch and fell asleep on the couch. So managed to um, not get up this morning when I had planned and uh, 12 hours later, put the run off until yeah, quarter past six and ran 24 and a bit Ks out to uh, past JD's house at the back of Jembrook and back. <clears throat> and just once I got rolling um, after, or after the first K where I go, um, I was under four, I was around four thirties or something like that. And that kind of tells me that I'm on for a good, good run. So um, anyway, average four tens, hour 41 for the 24 and a bit Ks and just stunning night for it. You know, sun, blue sky, awesome hills, just uh, and felt good. Um, legs probably got a bit heavy towards the end because I was rolling along at um, uh, once I got up towards Jembrook. Yeah, from the ninth K, they're all at around four or just under, probably average of four minutes, something like that. So yeah, so which is my best for the last month. Um, it's good up that climb. Yeah, and look, I wasn't pushing anything. I was just rolling it. And uh, anyway, we got to, come on, where are you? Oh, trying to find my weekly. So yeah, 90.88 kilometers of <laughs> running, 180 odd Ks of bike riding. Um, and yeah, going along better, gradually. Oh, I had, Sorry, I had Cairo on Friday. So I had a Cairo appointment on Friday in the morning. And then that's why I did a shortened run on the Wednesday just to absorb that realignment. So that's where I'm at. Nice. And you had a lot of climbing too. And that and that includes the ride as well. But um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think the running was what, 1400 meters and the riding was 2400 meters. So give or take. Um, yeah, which is not bad, and uh, I'm looking at this week coming, probably going to pencil in my last ride for a, or my last long ride for a while. We, Bowie and I are going to head out on Tuesday early um, while it's nice weather and we can, and then probably from then on I'll just be doing smaller rides for recovery. And um, and now that my running's feeling a lot stronger, I can hit that um, long run feeling good. That's where the focus will be now. So, yeah. yeah you've, you've had a pretty good, like, kind of month. You haven't really had many days off in the last month. It, you know, you've sort of ridden or run the most days. I think you've had, like, what, two or three days off? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, from exercise, um, definitely haven't had many, if any, days. Um, and just that's what I wanted to try and do, keep those runs in consistently. And, Today showed that even though my, like I've still got a couple of weeks before I get that long run feel in the legs again, um, from last week to this week was a huge improvement. And look, I was feeling average. I think we, we went out to Wilson Botanic Garden today, um, catch up with friends and and um, we were doing walking and kicking the footy and mucking around with the boys. And anyway, by the time we were out for six hours and by the time we got back in the car, absolutely trashed. 
Probably should have taken a few sports beers, actually. That would have been the sensible option. You would have been fine um, with the sports beers. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but I got home and I'm like, B, I'm going to need a cup of tea, a nap, <laughs> a couple of biscuits, full-on grandpa style, and then I should be right. <laughs> and anyway, yeah, did those things, had to do a bit of work on the car, and anyway, got out. So And feeling 100%. Not 100%, feeling a hell of a lot better now for doing it than I uh, would have if I didn't do it. So, And and the hip, the hip's all good? The Cairo's fixed that? Uh, he's cool. he's helped. Yep. Helped with that alignment. I've got uh, Maya on Thursday, so... Nice. Yeah, it's still, it's still nagging and it, it'll be sore, like stiff in the morning, um, but it's definitely better when it's warm. And it's definitely better once you've gotten into the run. And um, in that run tonight, I only felt it a few times. It was with any sudden movements, any lateral movements or any, um, I guess, pivots. Yeah, I can feel it. But um, as I said, it's progressing. Look, I could back right off the mileage and it'll probably be better a lot quicker. But then I wouldn't be any position for the 50K race so i'm kind of just going by feel keeping keeping track of it and um going off its pain levels which is which is quite minimal to be honest but yeah that's me yeah it was six hours in the saddle on the bike and six hours running like i remember last week you were five and five so 12 hours of exercise for the week yeah yeah look at that's that's why I'm probably a bit tired, actually. I just muted myself. <laughs> Finally, someone did it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the class say, too. I know they, they don't say it. They think it, though. <laughs> Dion. i go back to my sports beer. <laughs> Dion the Hulk. Big week again. Oh, yeah. Yep. Tell us about um, your week. Yeah, it was a... A good week, um, yeah. So I sort of had the a decent week the week before, and started the Monday. Um, just going to do like an easy hour, but it was really windy, and I was um, still a little bit um, tired in the legs from the Sunday pacing job the week before. So um, I didn't quite have the legs to power through the planned hour and a bit that I had. So I ended up just doing. Um, 8.6k and it was just like hiding around in the Elstonwick Park trying to avoid the wind. Um, so that was hard to get going for that one um, at 4.26 pace. Um, and then I just sort of waited throughout the day and the wind didn't really die down at all. Um, so it was a bit a bit hard and um, yeah, I sort of just the um, announcement of uh, Dan Andrews about Victoria reopening, I guess, with the retail and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, so got the news that massage is is back, and so that was great. I think I went over that anyway. But um, yeah, so I had a bit of organising of like filling spots for Wednesday um, with you know two days notice. Um, but yeah, so that was that was a positive afternoon. And then my run though, my run was garbage i was going to do the extra you know i was going to do my hour and a bit run in the afternoon and swap it for the 
run that I did in the morning, but I got a couple hundred meters in and I was just like, I just felt awful. Legs were a bit tired, just wanted to walk. Um, and knowing of what I did on the the day before on the Sunday, just, you know, 29 K solid. Um, I just ended up doing 4.3 K and just felt like just absolute rubbish. So it was, I was like really embarrassed about that run. I was like almost ashamed to put it on to Strava, but I thought I would just <laughs> share it. You know, I guess that, um, you know, even, even when, you know, you think someone's doing well, all right, like, you know, they can still put up a crap run, you know, and, you know, exactly. human, so. We want to see everything of you, Dion. Well, everything <laughs> of you running, that is. Um, yeah, so that was my Monday. So what did I do? Like 12 and a bit K for the day. So I was a little bit, um, had a little bit of a fire in the belly for the, after that, because I was like really disappointed with, with how I did Monday. Um, so... Yeah, and then Tuesday, I guess I got up early and um, just sort of lazed around a little bit, and then I went and did um, my track session. Um, so I ran to Sandy Athletics Track, um, which is about seven k's to get there. So I did got there, did some like run throughs and stuff, um, and then I was gonna the session I was gonna do was three by. Um, 1600 meters, 800 meters, 400 meters, all with like um, 400 meter jog. So I was going to do that three times, but because it took me so long to get there, and then I also had to do the same run back, I did two sets of that. And also respecting that I had a good week the week before. Um, but yeah, the 1600 meters at 314 pace, and then the 800 at 308 pace, and then the 400 meters, three minute pace, so uh, 72 second lap. Um, and then I was exactly the same splits for the second half. Um, so that was a all right morning. I was, you know, sort of ticked the box. It was nothing very special. Um, but then I was 23.5K at 3.59s. So it was a solid kind of morning. And then in the afternoon, what did I do? I think I, um, that's right, I went out. Um, no, that was my only run for the day, actually. Um, oh, no, yeah, I did go out for 10K, and that was um, 4.21s for the 10K. Um, yeah, and it was still a bit windy. So, um, yeah, another crap windy day in Melbourne, but at least it was sunny. Um, so, yeah, that was a 33K day. And then Wednesday, I sort of did... You know, I wanted to do a two-hour long run the week before, but felt crap and didn't do that. Um, I managed to get it done this week, and I went to Brayside Park. It's probably one of my favourite places in Victoria to run, besides Listerfield. Brayside's up there for me, and that was quite a a nice feeling run. I sort of just um, put the headphones on, and then I just sort of started cruising, just, you know, enjoying the sun. It was really sunny. It was a little bit warm as well um, with the sun on your skin. And I was just sort of cruising, doing, you know, roughly four minute pace, but sort of started a bit slower and just built into it. And then I think uh, my last lap, I picked up the pace. So I was sort of running, you know, 
3.30 kind of pace for the last five and a bit K. And so that was a good 30K, 30K run and the average pace was 3.53s. Um, and then, yeah, from there, I pretty much had a full work day um, after that. So a lot of time on a feet. I didn't finish. And I was thinking I would run home, but um, I thought better of it. Um, so that was a decent day for Wednesday. And then what did I do Thursday? Um, oh, so I, I didn't get to bed until like after midnight because I was doing my patient notes, um, which I guess, Dane, you'd probably relate to, doing notes in the middle of the night trying to catch yeah, up. Yeah, um, yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it, it was important to get it done, so I was, I was happy to do that. Um, so what was that? Yeah, so then Thursday, I um, went for a run in the morning and just tried to get as much done easily as um, as I could before I had to go to work in Knox in the kitchen again. And I just, um, yeah, woke up at some weird time. But, um, yeah, I got 17.4K done at 4.22s. And that, that was nice. It was a... It was a pretty nice morning, actually. Um, so I was happy with that. And then in the afternoon, I um, after work, I, legs are always pretty tired. So I sort of just got in the car and drove for a little bit. So I had a chance to sit down um, after the day in the kitchen. And I just went to Duncan McKinnon after work and I went and did 10.3K um, and just sort of cruised um, 4.25s. It was pretty windy. So... Yeah, it was a little bit unmotivated to get started. And, yeah, the first part of that run is always pretty tough. Um, generally feel, like, really heavy and, like, just wanting to walk. But once I sort of got a few Ks in, I was good to go. So I was happy to paint another 27K for the day. So, yeah, good few days of the, of the week. And Friday morning I went out and did a um, another early early morning for me kind of run um, and it was just 30 minutes of kind of surging like five minutes a bit faster than 50k pace five minutes a bit slower um, so that was that was nice and I just sort of did a bit of a, a big loop to try and break things up around I guess Brighton area and yeah it sort of had a bit of a headwind um, for the first part of it and along the Nepean um, Highway and then I went back down um, South Road and that was um, actually picked up a couple of crowns on that one, which was nice. Um, but yeah, the paces were not really that even though they were a bit uneven, but my effort was really there. Like I, I put in a fair bit of effort, but um, yeah, that was the best I had. And I sort of was doing like, you know, a bit faster than 3.30s, a bit slower than 3.30s. Um, so yeah, that was uh, 17K at 3.48s. For my session, and then, um, and then I had a, a few clients at work in, in at Sandy in the morning, um, and then I, so Jack, um, she drove us both to work, um, started a bit earlier, and then I ran home from work, um, did a bit of work from home for a couple of hours just with programs and stuff, and then in the afternoon I went for a another run, so that was. 
two runs in the afternoon. They were both like seven Ks each at like 4.30 kind of pace. So what was that, a 30K day again? So that was good. Um, so that was my first triple run in a little while. I can't remember the last time I did one of those, but not the first, but probably do them again at some stage. And Saturday, yesterday, I did um, 16.5K in the morning, just kind of cruisy. Um, actually felt all right. I think I um, yeah, I just kept a pretty even pace. And all of my runs this week have all been pretty low heart rate for me. So I feel like um, that's usually a sign that um, I'm absorbing the training and recovering and like fit, getting fit. And yeah, so after, um, you know, an early morning again to get to work on it on time, um, I had my first two um, patients not show up, so, um, which is, I guess, happens. But um, yeah, and then in the afternoon after a decent day, I went out at five o'clock and um, just did a half an hour cruising along the sandy beach trails. Um, and that was about 4.31s. It was a little bit breezy afternoon, um, pretty picturesque out there. And yeah, then this morning on the Sunday, um, one of the guys I'm coaching, Ben, um, he was doing a marathon. Um, he hasn't done one since I think like 2012, um, back when he was playing footy and did one for a bit of shits and giggles. So yeah, been training him for that. And, um, you know, we had a good period of time to train for that. So, um, and then I had a bunch of others jumping in and out and a few guys doing a half marathon and yeah, ended up pacing Ben the whole way. And, um, he absolutely smoked that one and he ran 248 high, um, but finishing the last five Ks, um, really quickly in under 18 minutes and getting um, the last couple of K under 330s. So I think I, I told him how far we had to go and he was a bit shocked and he said, oh shit, I didn't put every, I didn't put all my effort into this. And, um, and, and then we just sort of went for it. So that was really fun. Like that was like a, a great progressive run. And um, yeah, I was really wrapped for the guys that did, you know, half PVs and the Mara PV today. So that was a fun morning and there was, there was like, there was racing was back because there was like, uh, like five or so different groups doing time trials at um, Albert Park today, doing marathon time trials. And because each station that people had set up, they had support crew there. And um, so there was like lots of cheering every, you know, K or so. Uh, so it was really nice. And, um, and they were all in different spots, so you weren't too alone as well. And we and we just had like absolutely amazing weather. Um, so yeah, it was like almost like racing was back in a way. Um, so it was a, a good um, four minute pace for the marathon. And then this afternoon I went out and I did 10k about um, 408s, and I like I felt like I could have run another marathon this afternoon so um yeah I don't know I don't know what's going on but yeah like my legs are just absorbing everything and um I felt really good like just legs not sore and just wasn't breathing um so yeah that was 211k for the week um might have been my biggest week for the year not sure but I've done um probably half a dozen 200k weeks this year so 
yeah, things are all going good on this end. Dion, that's incredible. And I was just looking at today's run, the finish. Um, like there's some 330s in there, 320s over that last 5K. Um, Faster than I've ever finished a marathon, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like that's that just shows how much um, – is it Ben? Yeah, yeah ben. how much Ben and – Yeah. Oh, I know you're in like third gear, but he was probably runner. in fourth. Sorry? He was probably only in fourth gear for a lot of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, almost like his easy run pace. He's, he's like a speedy runner. He just doesn't have the, the Ks in the legs. Um, the, the longest training run I got him to do was 32 Ks, and it and it took him like three weeks to recover from it. So, but he's but he's still come home like that. So, lots of potential in that. Yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd be a sub 230 guy if he did, you know, serious training. So, but yeah, I reckon the halves are a bit easier to train for for a you know a young dad working and um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, really exciting, like definitely a lot of potential. Um, and the other guys doing, you know, half PBs with like three days notice, all right, do a half marathon time trial this weekend. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that is very good. Hey, Loco, do you reckon, um, I've got a few questions. One, nice, it's actually not a question, this one statement, nice uh, Strava titling going on. <laughs> is that is that just random? Is that what that yeah. app is or whatever it is? Yeah, it just oh, so what's that um app called? Um yeah, I saw it, yeah, it just generates Bandoc. Bandoc. Um yeah, you like you go on the website and you like sync it up to your Strava. Um and if you like don't title your run, it'll generate some random name. <laughs> yeah, nice. So yeah. Um, you know, a couple of the titles where I can see myself if I move fast enough. Um, if history repeats itself, I'm buying a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> um, I thought that was just and uh, Dion, but you've actually um, sourced out inspiration from the app. There was there was two runs that were generated, and the rest I did. Um, a yeah. few were like complaining about the wind and. Oh, so that is you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Loco, do you reckon the, the mood of this week is potentially down to work, going back, weather, and running with groups of people on the weekend? Um, yeah, I think there was that a in? lot of things. So I definitely was motivated to wake up early and get my run done because I knew I had to do it, otherwise I wouldn't get it done because um, I had work. So that was one thing. It was probably a bit more of a challenge to run this week, but I was motivated more to run. Um, I guess also this weekend that we had such great weather, like last weekend it was really crap weather. So we didn't finish the marathon and it was crap weather in the afternoon. So I didn't run. Whereas this week we had nice weather and I did run. So I would have had like a 215, 220K week last week if we had better weather on the weekend. Um, but I just like bailed on 20Ks worth of it because it was just so average. Whereas this week I, I like made use of every day that I had because um, I guess, because I was so busy, I just felt like I was always on the go. Um, and then also just having like 
group things all going up again. Like, yeah, I, I really enjoy like running and pacing people. Um, I, I really get a lot out of that. And, um, and just seeing people like, you know, put themselves on the line for something that, you know, that they've trained for, like, you know, that's like, you know, people will look and get inspired by us by doing stuff that, you know, we mirror, like people mirror that back to us, you know, we're seeing other people do some like incredible for them, you know, performances. And then like, we look at that and like, you know, how great is it to see someone execute a run so well, or, you know, believe into their training and do everything that you've kind of told them, um, you know, thinking that, you know, you're guiding them to the best that they can or um, doing something that you thought would be crazy and they've gone and done that. Like, um, you know, we do that for others and people will, you know, people definitely do that for me as well. So, yeah, I think that's all helped to to get me um, doing the Ks that I've been doing this week. Any other questions, Apples? I did, sorry, have one. Um, do you have, how do you go about your photography skills? Um, oh, yeah, I was going to ask. That was at Brayside, wasn't it? Yeah. You got someone on the bike or you just got some random or oh. you got like, is that really is that the photo, selfie stick? Is a photo of me or the photo of actual the landscape? Oh, the photo of you. I'll give you, I, I, yeah, the photo of you. And are they recent? No, recent. I took it took it on the day. Um, yeah, the photo is that one from six years ago. Yeah, <laughs> the, photo, the photo of me from Brayside Park. Yeah, I just um, I finished my run, and then I just like put my put like a drink bottle on one of those posts, and then put my phone against it, and just did like a self timer and did a run up and back. So a photo shoot. <laughs> Yeah, like a, a model doing the runway. <laughs> yeah, it was running. How many how many goes did it take? Just like two goes. Yeah. Um, I put my camera. I put it on like it takes like ten photos, and it's just like boop, 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 and then when I you know I just like pick the best frame and that was it. So, <laughs> so I don't have to like do, I don't have to like keep going back and forth when there's like you know people walking past. I feel like an absolute <laughs> dick. <laughs> 10k of run for is just to get a perfect photo. Yeah. Oh no, I'm just doing my strides. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn it, that my strides. Oh <laughs> uh, god. Um, a smart move though. I mean, not that I've ever done it, but um, I do it all. I've been doing it for years, and yeah, I used to have like a little gadget I could click, um, and then it would just do it. But um, no, I lost that when my car was stolen. Oh. Uh, yes, but doing it at the end of the run—that's new news to me. I'm like, I, I don't like stopping mid-run, but look at that—you just do all your photo work at the uh, the end. Smart move. He's a very yeah, smart man. Good. Yeah, and by, by the end of your run, you usually, you know, sweated out a bit of the extra kilos and <laughs> <laughs> get a bit get a bit more sun on you, so you know you look like you're a bit oiled over with sunscreen and. Yeah, <laughs> and Dion, to the camera, nice, just like the catwalk. Yeah, Dion, the the triple um, that you did, uh, the triple header, the three three runs in a day, was that because you were just trying to squeeze running in around a busy day and work, or is there like 
a bit of a do you like doing it do you feel like it um it helps in some way harden your body um you know for a bigger race um no it was just fitting in with work yeah um i didn't have enough time to run an hour um at that 12 o'clock kind of run um but i had to get home um so i just did half an hour and then i just did the other half an hour later when i had a chance if i had if i had my way i would have just done like an hour run in the afternoon yeah um but if I was doing something crazy like a 24-hour race, I would do like a three-hour run every six hours for 24 hours. You know, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, I'll get on to my week. Um, so for me, I got 150Ks done for this week. Um I only got one double in uh, this week compared to the usual three. I had a few days where I just decided I needed the rest uh, and one gym session in. I started the week on Monday. I was pretty stiff and tired. Um, and this was the day after a, uh, I ran along Stumpy Gully Road for the long run. With, um, and I did 37Ks at 4.04, so a bit quicker than I'm had been doing um, my usual sort of long run pace um, and and I really felt it so Monday I just sort of shuffled around at 4.45 per K. Tuesday I had another planned easy day and I missed my morning double and just slept in, went to work, worked and then after work I got an hour in at 4.58 per K so Monday and Tuesday were pretty easy, and then after that, I just walked the dog with Jess, um, so that was nice. That was down at um, Cool Stores um, Rail Trail, so it's a really nice trail run along there, so I was finally off Stumpy Gully Road. <laughs> Wednesday in the morning, I woke up early at 7.45, I started at Ballon Park. I had to get, um, I, I planned a, a bit of a longer workout for Wednesday and Sunday this week. So I wanted to get two sort of more specific sessions in this week. And I I started work at 11.45, so I had to get going. And I did an hour easy around Ballon Park, um, just along the grass, around the fields there, and had the music on. Uh, was listening to Australia's top, top hits on Spotify. Um, and yeah, just ran at 4.39 per K. And then the plan was to get onto the ass track and just do an hour of, of laps um, at as close to 50K as I could. I was a little bit disappointed with the pace that I could only, I could only really muster 3.37s per K. And I, I thought I was gonna be able to go a little bit quicker, but um, that felt like the pace that I should be doing. And, and that was, that was hard enough. Um, I had the music on for half of it um, on around the track as a distraction. Um, but then I got to about half an hour and I just needed to take my headphones off. And I actually felt better once I took my hat off, my headphones off. Um, and yeah, I felt like I could hear my feet hitting the track and my breathing. And, and I felt like I could get into a better rhythm and zone. So it was interesting. Uh, like I think on the day... Um, when we actually have the 50k around the track the music's going to be good but um, 
yeah, it was also nice to just get into a bit of a groove and I felt like I was more efficient when I could actually hear myself running. Uh, I got 16 and a half Ks done on the track and then it was off to work. So I was pretty knackered for the rest of the day. Thursday, uh, I ended up doing an easy 13.3 K just at Langwarren Flora and Fauna Reserve. And I remember this run because I felt unreal. Like I felt like I felt really fit. I felt awesome. Um, and I don't always say that. Um, I only say it when it's, when I actually do feel it. And, um, so yeah, I, I, I sometimes get this feeling after a bigger workout the day before. And, uh, and my theory is that if I've spent an hour running 337 per K, um, then you still just, I don't know, you, the easier pace comes, comes a bit easier. Um, and so, yeah, I felt really good Thursday morning. And then Thursday afternoon, I actually um, caught up with uh, John's brother, Pete. Um, so I've been helping helping him out with some coaching and he's got a 10K coming up in a week and a half. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to break 32 minutes in a week and a half. And, and so um, we've set up a bit of a mini time trial with the Run Culture Hours. And um, I'm actually going to jump in it and, and a few others from the squad. Anyway, he had a bit of a tune-up session. He had 8 by one k And, and I, um, it was pretty windy, actually, Thursday afternoon. And I was like, oh, I'll jump in and I'll pace you for 600 metres of each lap. And... And um, that was quite good in the end. Like it was quite good for me just to get a bit of a speed session. Um, uh, the day after the the um, longer sort of long run, medium long run in midweek. So um, they were two pretty big days. Did the warm up and warm down with Pete. Um, those 600s were at about 308, 309 pace. So that's the pace that we're trying to run in a week and a half. And on Thursday, I also did my strength training videos So and, and I got a massage. So it was a pretty big day. The next two days, I was knackered and, and I just scheduled in two sort of shakeout runs both of those days. So Friday, just 60 minutes easy at 5.18 per K and I felt shocking the whole run. Um, Saturday before work, I went to Dion's favourite or one of his favorite places, Brayside Park. And um, before work, I got 35 minutes in, uh, pretty slow again, 5.26 per K and, and felt pretty average. That was pretty early in the morning. And then after work, I had a family catch up, uh, which was great fun. It was great seeing the family and um, yeah, uh, so that that was good. I ended up deciding not to go for another run because I ha had um, a pretty big day today on Sunday. Uh, it was actually a session that my dad came up with a couple of weeks ago. So my dad's uh, probably been a pretty integral part to my running uh, for my whole life. Um, he's followed the sport. He loves the sport um, uh, just as much as me. And uh, so he knows a fair bit about the sport and um, he'd be a great coach. <laughs> He's never coached me though. Um, but yeah, he, he suggested, oh, maybe why don't you try an hour strong, an hour easy, an hour strong. And, um, and I remember like hearing him say, and I was like, oh, that's a bit too much. Like that's probably going to be a bit too hard, like going like too, too close to the fire, um, four weeks out. Um, so I had in my head this morning when I rocked up for the run along Stumpy Gully Road that, I'll just go half an hour easy, half an hour strong and do that for three hours. 
Um, but then I got out there and actually felt pretty good once I got going. So I decided to, to stick to the session that he suggested and ran 331s uh, for the first first hour. And and I really um, geared up for this one. So like I took a no-dose um, half an hour before it. I put some Vaseline on my, like um, I put the Band-Aids on. I um, had my four percenters on. Uh, put the deep heat on the Achilles so they felt a bit better. Um, so I think that's probably why I was, I was a little bit amped up for it. So I think that's why I felt good. And then I organized um, with a few of the boys I'm coaching, Jess Dunsmore, Damian Clark and Pete Dutton to catch up at 8.30 once I'd done an hour. So I jogged an hour easy with them. I just doubled back and caught, caught up with them and we ran at 4.15 per K. And then we finished, oh, oh, once, I, once I finished, I did another hour at 3.38 per K. And, um, and that's when it got tough. Like uh, I struggled to hit, like I wanted to hit 3.30s again, but I was sort of more 3.38s. And uh, I suppose I got the exposure to that fatigue that I was sort of after. And that was the aim of the session. Ended up having a pretty easy day today. Went to the beach and... Um, actually had a bath um, and uh, yeah, feel, feel okay now, but I'm going to have to take a pretty, pretty easy front end of the week, I think. And, and then next week I'm going to do that 10 K. So probably aim for the 10 K sharpen up for the 10 K next week and then do one more hard week. And then it's into, into a two week taper. So yeah, that was my week. Um, so the run today it was three hours and I clocked 47.67 Ks at about 3.47s. Um, I reckon I, I went through the marathon. Um, I'm not sure what I went through the marathon um, at the time when I was running. Um, but then when I looked back on Strava, it was about 2.40-ish. So I, got, I, was pretty, I was pretty happy with today's effort. Um, and, I, and I think I'll use it on race day. I'll reflect on it that I've done this and it'll give me a little bit of confidence. That's a monster yeah. run today. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fantastic run. Quality week. When you think three three sessions, two sessions backing up. And I know like eight, six hundreds doesn't seem much, but because you're at speed, it can take that little edge off you as well. But um, one thing about today's run, was your heart rate via the heart rate monitor strap or... The nah. chest strap, or was that on your wrist? No, it's still on my skinny wrists. Um, so, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's perfect then. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ambulance, call them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I seem to get that a bit, don't I? <laughs> well, yeah, it's not picking up anything uh, sensible, that's for sure. Yeah. Consistent data. <laughs> no, you, should be, you should be feeling really uh, confident leading into, one, the 10K um, for a... For a blowout but also the 50k yeah you know I was, I was i'm happy with how it's going um but yeah you just never know i guess i i, I went, like i was hoping to feel a little bit better from two hours to three hours today than i did um but like i'd never done a run like it in that the first hour was strong and um and then normally i'm jogging for two hours and then i get i do some specific work so like I think that that was probably the change, and and that's probably 
probably um yeah it was a really good good session actually i'd recommend it to anyone um if you if you feel like you're ready for it or trained up for it um or a variation of it um i think doing a little bit of work early like gets you gets you a bit heavier in the legs late so um which can only be a good training stimulus and, and you've gone 355 straight out the gate so yeah, that was the DP. Obviously, are feeling pretty good at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty rare for me. Like that was that was straight out of the car. Because um, I've seen you straight out of the car before, and it's <laughs> not always pretty. Yeah, it's normally two minutes slower. Right, <laughs> your taper day that you did yesterday, that your progression run from what have you got from six sixteens down to four thirty pace? Yeah, yeah, I was feeling horrible. Like. Um, so I, th- I think that was because of yeah Wednesday, yeah that long that long run and then the six hundreds on Thursday and then the next two days Friday Saturday were really just about recovery, um, so they're pretty slow and and yeah that I was shuffling with this stiff Achilles um, <laughs> and but yeah I took an anti-inflammatory Saturday night and they seem to be really helping me so I don't take them often but. I take them um, when I've got a session like that, I guess. Um, yeah, so the night before, and it seems to help. So you, you preload with the anti-implants? Yeah, the night yeah. before. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So it just seems to help me um, out of the gate, I guess. And, and like you say, like you you got yourself up for this session today too, so yeah. you always – it wasn't like it was going to drag out because you were, you were pumped for it, so – yeah, makes it a lot easier. Oh, it may, I think I was I was um, pretty amped for it, and and I think just that was half the reason why I didn't. I uh, only ran thirty five minutes the day before, um, just to to make sure that I hit the session, and um, I was a little bit fresher, um, so and, and mentally fresher for it, keen. Um, so yeah, it was good, and and having the company of the guys in that second hour was really good as well um like that dion was saying um it's so good to be running with a few more people um does make those three hour long runs a bit easier and good route too really interesting course <laughs> oh yeah just up and back uh, along stumpy gully road again and it's <laughs> it's to to be honest and i'm i'm not uh, i'm not over exaggerating this but like I, I actually really think it's one of such a great place for a threshold like um like if you've got a long run and you need to do a threshold at the end it's there's not many places around where i am that they're dirt and gravel the whole way they're pretty flat and there's no cars and yeah. so it's it it's really cool and it connects really well to devil bend so you can, there's so many trails at devil bend so yeah i know i keep talking about stumpy gully road but it's my new favorite it's still quiet out there today though um yeah it was uh yeah there's a few cars like there's a few um, hoons that drive by, but um, yeah. no, nah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, I found the near me the national parks open up now, so it was pretty busy yesterday. Um, full of four drives, and yeah, a lot of hoons as well. <laughs> Must be dirt roads, I think. Yeah, yeah, and out of the it way. Sure does. Um, Dana, it sure does make a difference though when you you're finding locations that you really enjoy running on. Because you know, forty-seven k's. If if you were, 
if you had that element of, you know, it's going to be a grind, um, that'll just tax you that extra bit. But, um, but that's yeah. pretty cool. You got the you got the threshold area and you got Devil Bend. So, yeah, glad you like it. But you know what the, um, the worrying thing was today was in that back end of the run, what got me through, like I was doing all this mental self-talk and what got me through was, oh, wow, there's like something different to look at. There's something different to look at compared to the track. Um, <laughs> so, or the treadmill, like that actually helped a lot. Like it made it, um, like I was, you know how you try to focus on the positives and you're like, oh, well, it's actually like, I shouldn't be, you know, in this dark negative space at the back end of this run because, wow, I'm, I'm running like in this beautiful, or, you know, I'm actually running outside and, um, yeah, so so I guess I'm gonna to have to find find something else um, to make running fifty lap or oh, 125 laps of a track a bit more of a positive experience. <laughs> I reckon just having other like us like hopefully all close together like will be enough to like you know at least distract you you know like we're not gonna you know running 50k pace isn't like the kind of pace that you're gonna be like completely like panting and out of breath so like we'll be able to like chat and. Yeah, you know, give on shit or give you. It's going to be a weird experience, isn't it? Because all the track running we've done, we we don't tend to be going that sort of pace. Like yeah, five even ten k pace for us is probably what close to half a minute a k. Well, twenty seconds k slower than faster than what we're going to run. Yeah, fifty. So it's a big difference. And the biggest issue will be the noise coming from your shoes. Who's going to have the noisiest shoes on the day? That's the... As long as it's like squeakiness. Squeaky, slapping, like, we're just going to boot them off the track. I just get worried if someone's got a, a slappy foot on the ground, it's probably like, yeah, they're probably just going to fatigue a bit quickly. You know, it's generally like, if you can hear like someone slapping the ground, you're like, oh, you're probably like not running your best. Oh, well, time will tell. Have you been <laughs> practicing this, Dion? Just My the, uh, I'll do it for the first little bit and I'll make you think I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe heavy. Yeah. We'll just let you go. And, uh, Dion, about your week, one other thing, Baden, um, how's he going? Like, he didn't do another marathon. Yeah, that's it. Um, he actually, he did go to, um, he did the marathon at Albert Park this week and because um, I've already, um, um, I was already pacing then today, um, Baden went and did it again. He had a, a few other guys that went around and, you know, did marathons and or pacing and bits and bobs like that. Um, and I had a really good setup as well. So they were one of the other groups that were around at Albert Park doing time trials today. and. Um, I don't. He, his goal wasn't to go as quick as what we, him and I, went out the week before. So it was a bit more, um, not cruisy, but he he was like doing three forty five. So I think he did a uh, two thirty eight. Um, so it was a solid, a solid marathon. And um, yeah. Um, so you know he he had a really good run actually, um, considering that he did a hard twenty six k the week before. Um, yeah. 
And yeah, and interestingly, there was also like some guy doing an Ironman there today, like swimming in the pool and then riding laps around the park and then running laps. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't see him for a lot of it because he was obviously um, going to be there all day. But yeah, there was just heaps of stuff going on today in other parks. Insane. And, and a full Ironman um, lapping around Albert Park. To your yeah. knowledge, yeah, wow, 180k's on the bike. Jeez, yeah, he might That's still be five, out there. 5k wraps. What was that, Dane? He might still be out there. <laughs> <laughs> might be. <laughs> you definitely want favourable wins on on the on that loop. There's no <laughs> such thing around Albert Park. No, that's true. Uh, one question I've got for you guys: Have you Factored in when you're starting your nutrition loading, I guess, or training for that. Like, as in, what have you guys been doing for your nutrition in your longer sessions? Oh, I've been practicing, yeah. I mean, I'll just do pretty much the same as what I would do in a marathon anyway. Um, the last couple of weeks, I've pretty much treated like race day, so putting on my race kit, race shoes, putting on those rocket carbons um and you know taking my gels having breakfast carb loading um so yeah i'm you know just treating it like a normal normal marathon so yeah i'll and i'll carb load the same that i would normally do bag of volleys two days before each day for two hours every two hours <laughs> um yeah it's about 500 grams of volleys a day <laughs> hey, that's fine. What do we have in Tokyo? We were on like uh, the caramel popcorn and we <laughs> yeah. had some goodies, yeah. Is that why you do so many marathons a year? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, when I'm, yeah, when I'm doing like fast ones, you know, hopefully fast ones, like, yeah, definitely just, you know, plow through the lollies. And I don't usually like eating lollies, but for a race, it's a... Well, least amount of food that you have to eat to get the amount of carbs that I would need. It's all being measured, um, you know, yeah, either, you know, having like sweet drinks, which I don't really like, or lollies or, um, oh, I can't remember what that powder is, but it's just like pretty much, um, um, it's pretty much just like a, a sugar, but it's just like no flavor. Glucose powder? No, nah, I think I've got it somewhere. Um, Glucagon or... I don't know, I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> what I about guess, you two boys? I, I've, um, yeah, I practice a little bit today, but just with... I, I only practice with cordial, so... Um, oh, really? Yeah, I just needed... Oh, I didn't have anything for starters, and I had um, two gels... And then, yeah, just two little pop tops of cordial. Um, but I'm thinking that I'll probably just, it's going to be quite handy just doing laps of the track. Like drinks are going to be no worries. Like we're just going to be able to hand it to a few people and then gr grab it when we need it. Yeah. And, you know, you can do stuff like, um, you know, Coke, water, gel, um, you know, salt um whatever and if we even if, you, if it's like 
the end of November. Like you could even get like in your esky of drinks and stuff. You could put sponges in there and stuff and just have yeah. cold sponges all the time. And, yeah, nice. Uh, or wear like a frozen buff or something. Like how cool yeah. would that be to keep you cool? Um, yeah, you can have yeah. uh, your own table even. Yeah. That's, yeah. Have I your own table set up. With like, you know how you would have it in like an international race with your flag and your name and stuff. We would just have yeah. that just individually. Yeah, decorate your table and you're good to go. <laughs> I, I was hoping we're going that way, which which would be yeah, really easy. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll keep yours on the bend and uh, ours <laughs> on the straights. Mate, you can keep mine in lane ten. I don't really care. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> 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 I, I'm I've just been taking gels and I was pretty happy the last marathon I did. I finally worked out nutrition that works well for me. So. Um, Whereas yesterday, though, I didn't have any drinks out there because it's obviously out and back along dirt roads in national parks. So there's not even drink taps in people's yards because there's just no yards out there. Um, but, but yeah, I've just been having a couple of gels per run, long runs, and um, I don't really feel I need to practice it these days. I've done enough marathons and I've finally yeah, worked it out, so I'm yep. easy. Yeah, I reckon I've got in the most trouble when I've overcomplicated it and overdone it. Um, yeah, yeah I, think, mm. I think, um, yeah, I feel like I've got a, my head around it a little bit too. Like it, um, yeah, just not over, not, not over fueling, I think. Um, yeah. I remember Canberra when you finished the marathon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. And the thing is, I've done that about four times, so. Yeah. <laughs> The power, the orange the power, power truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, where does that come from? <laughs> Sorry, guys, I can't accept my trophy just yet. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was definitely, times. like, from just overdoing it and, uh, like, overthinking it. And, um, you had heaps yeah. of juice and stuff the day before, though, didn't you? Yeah, I was having... Um, Two litres. Yeah, like, I was sort of of the theory, like, sort of what you were saying about the lollies, like, if you... You get a lot of sugar and carbs, um, and it doesn't fill you up as much if you have soft drink or or you have like cranberry juice and um, so yeah, I was having a fair bit of that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was also just trying to eat too much the day before as well. Um, yeah, yeah, and because you're pretty small as well, like you know, yeah, having a certain amount of food, like you know. You know, it would fill you up, you know, quite significantly. So, yeah, I imagine it wouldn't be fun. Yeah, it's tricky. Like like, it, like before a race, you try not to change too many things um, like so that you don't get injured or like just so that every, your body's used to what you're used to. But then like with the whole carb load, um, it's completely different. Like your diet for the two days before is very different. So, yeah, I guess like I've tried to just keep it Similar stuff that I normally eat, but just a, a little bit more of it. Yeah. And and what I've found, like, if you overload your body with sugars in the days before, when you take sugars in on race day, you can still have a pretty bad back end because your body just can't take any more in. Yeah. So it has the same effect as if you had no sugars going in at all. Yeah. And that's the back end of the marathon we're talking about. Yes, the back end yeah. of the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, got it, you got it. Oh. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm here, mate. I'm, I've had a couple of beers. I'm ready to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I know, same for me. Like Tokyo was probably my best and Melbourne was last year was really good too, but I was, I was pacing that one. But didn't overcomplicate the the days in. I think I even just took one day less of carb loading. I think I did the Friday and the Saturday. Um, and, yeah, and you, you really do need to experiment and find what's best for you. And, I, I mean, I'm talking to the listeners. I'm not talking to you guys. You know exactly what works best for you. So um, it'll be interesting to see how it all plans out, especially when we've got access every one and a bit minutes. You know, that's the temptation yeah. to go, oh, yeah, I might just grab a drink again. Sports beer? Sports beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grab another wet hat or, you know, yeah. frozen buff. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got... So, oh, you go, Apples. I was, I was going to say, so where are we for the updates? Yeah, so with all the moving parts, um, we've had a pretty good week, I reckon, like in the background, like liaising with Aura, IAU, AA, AV. Um, probably the main thing that I wanted to mention today on the podcast was that we're still worried about officials and whether we will get enough level two officials to do the timekeeping. Um, so yeah, just a call out to all listeners that if you do know someone, it'd be great to, uh, just, uh, flick John, uh, Dion apples or myself a message. Um, anyone that'd be keen to, to help out. Um, just like probably the main concern is that, Athletics Victoria starts the summer shield competition on the same day. So whether that means that a few, uh, a few officials will be busy already and unable to commit. So yeah, that was probably the biggest thing I wanted to mention was that we're still trying to, um, get enough officials, um, to make sure that we're, we can make it an official record attempt. Uh, we've had like some amazing people already, um, approach us and 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 offer their assistance um so yeah it's looking we've had we've had um several um people offer the assistance but yeah um it, it i mean the more the more the more the better just so that um we know that we can um we'll be safe on this site on that side of things um and then i suppose um we're still wondering whether we should go with timing gates and and sort of working out the ins and outs of that um, because that might free up um, some officials and um, so that they can do other the other roles that are needed for the day. Um, yeah, anything else to add, Dion? Because you've been you've had some good um, email correspondence uh, with Karen from Aura. Um, yeah, well, they're having a so Aura are having a meeting, I believe, this week coming. Um, so they're going to sort of go over a few of the, I guess, the key indicators that we need to, to get ticked off for the event to go ahead. Um, so stuff, you know, like having the race officials, timekeepers, lap scorers, um, ruling with a shoe to get a, a final confirmation because, you know, that's still up in the air. Um, and I think there was something else. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, the timing and, and everything like that. So they'll have a meeting and then if they can just finalise a few things for us, that'll be good. Um, and I've actually, in the literally the last 
like two or so minutes. I just got an email back from Tomato Timing and I'm going to have a chat with them tomorrow about uh, getting timing that, you know, figure out what a quote and stuff is. So, Jeez. you know, that's literally just like... He's efficient. So, yeah, that might be something. And, and that might just free up, you know, requiring timekeepers because obviously we would need to wear timing chips and the, and the like, either if it's around our ankles or a bib or something. But, yeah. Bibs would be cool. Yeah. No, that's great, Dale. Yeah, like made our own bib and put a magnet or whatever it is on there. So Yeah, so like a few moving parts there. And then we made pretty good progress with contacting the secretary at the IAU, Hillary, and got a pretty encouraging email from her to say that we're on the right track in terms of applying for the bronze label for the event. And uh, I just need to tie up some a few loose ends. Um, in, we've got the certificate to say that Box Hill was a, is a legitimate um, certified track. Just need to try to work out um, how to get a race permit. Um, but by the sounds of things, that shouldn't be too hard. And, and uh, yeah, that it was an encouraging, encouraging correspondence there as well. No, that's good with Aura. And yeah, Hillary, um, she's, you know, really high up on the hierarchy there. So she'll, um, the fact that she said that they would acknowledge it once we get the, the permit, that's that's really good and yeah I, I feel like once we get I feel like it's not too hard to get there but we just don't know where to look and I think that's that's where we're at and yep. and just you know we're like the athletes now also training but now also becoming race organizers so you know it's it, it's not within our networks that we know the correct people to contact and then so you know it's it's definitely an experience that we're like learning from as well that you know one day we might you know do something a little bit different or you know create something for you you know our running groups or whatever so yeah a new skill to learn or yeah. new contacts to at least have for the future absolutely and it gives us greater respect for event organizers and events that do go on like all this stuff behind the scenes is uh is usually uh, unnoticed by by the athletes so it's, it's definitely a huge learning curve yeah even just how qualified the officials have to be for timekeeping like i didn't know that they had to do what was it Dion? 15 races 15 um, hours of race timing from level one to then jump up to level two yep for it to to, to be a level two and you need three level two timekeepers uh, if we don't get the um, timing about, gates. Usually track races go for like a few minutes. To get 15 hours worth, it's a lot of experience. Yeah. Nah, so we're, we're, we're tracking well there and we'll keep um, each other honest. Um, yeah, 27 days. 27 days till race day. <laughs> so it's oh, getting yeah. close. Four weeks. Oh, yeah. It's gone so quick. It has. <laughs> You're tapering now, Dion? Yeah, yep. Putting your feet up for four weeks? <laughs> for a little bit more. <laughs> I'll be going the reverse tapering. Oh, I've done that before. <laughs> I've done that just, a lot lately, actually. 
just this weekend. Yeah, that was two bays training. <laughs> it worked all right for you at two bays. Mm. Yeah, it was like a fourteen day build up and a ten day taper. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Well, I think we've covered everything. Another really good episode. Another good chat. Um, I'll keep uh, in touch during the week, and um, yeah, good luck with your weeks. Yeah, good yeah, luck, likewise. Guys. Yeah, good luck, guys. Nice, boys. See ya. Enjoy Cup Day. You too. See you, guys.